Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Congressman Brian Higgins. Congressman, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Doing well this morning, Congressman. Let's start with uh, the big news out of Washington, and that is the deal uh, that was passed to avert a rail strike. Uh, what's the importance of this deal, and how did we get here? Uh, the House voted to avert a rail strike on Wednesday. The Senate followed with a vote on Thursday, and the president signed the bill into law on Friday. Uh, let's see. There were 12 bargaining units within uh, you know, the rail industry. Uh, eight of whom uh, supported uh, uh, an agreement that was uh, negotiated with the help of the administration. It provided a 24% pay increase over the life of the agreement, four years, a $5,000 bonus. It preserves existing co-pays and deductibles for insurance and also increases hearing aid health care benefits, which is uh, a problem, particularly uh, in the rail industry. Uh, So it averted a strike. Uh, Keep in mind that we would have lost more than one-third of the nation's uh, uh, economic infrastructure with a railroad strike, which would have increased uh, prices uh, at the grocery stores for individuals. So uh, the 1926 uh, Railway Labor Act has been invoked 18 times to prevent a strike, and it was put into place at that time, recognizing how important uh, the rail industry was uh, to the functioning of the American economy, and the strike would uh, would produce a major shock adversely uh, into the economy, and it had to be diverted. Uh, we tried in the House to include paid sick leave, which is very important to that industry. The railroads are reporting record profits, and uh, the House bill included a provision to provide seven days of sick leave, but it didn't make it into the Senate bill. But we'll continue to work hard toward the goal of uh, addressing that issue. And it's our understanding that the four of the 12 bargaining units did not support the ratification of this contract. It was primarily uh, because of the lack of paid sick leave. So there, there you have it. I know there were some hesitant to vote for this um, because of intervening into a, um, you know, uh, negotiations. How did the union react to this passing in Washington? I think it's mixed. You know, keep in mind that there were 12 bargaining units that were part of this negotiation, eight of whom supported it, four did not. Uh, so like anything else, either or not, you know, in any negotiation, nobody's entirely, you know, 100% happy with it. But I think that, you know, given that they will receive a 24% increase in pay over four years, a $5,000 bonus, uh, additional uh, hearing health care benefits, uh, I think the one piece that's missing here is the seven-day 
days of paid leave, which we thought was very, very important, again, particularly when you uh, consider uh, what the rail industry and those companies are recording, uh, reporting in terms of, uh, of profit. So like everything in these negotiations, Joe, it's, it's, it's a mixed result. Some people are going to be happy, some people not. But I think this is a major uh, movement forward, particularly when you look at the pay increase and the bonuses that come along with it. Uh, now, going from something where we saw bipartisan support to something that we don't see so much bipartisan support, and that is the assault weapons ban that Chris Jacobs uh, is sponsoring. We had him on earlier this week to talk about it. What are your thoughts on this, and how do we, with you know such different thoughts on both sides of the aisle, get somewhere uh, where yeah. something might be able to be passed when it comes to assault weapons? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, a couple of things here. Uh, I think we can agree. I support a ban on assault weapons. And if you look at all of the gun violence that's occurred in this country, particularly right here in Buffalo, New York, uh, that shooting started at the Topps Market and ended in 123 seconds. That's two minutes and three seconds. Uh, one shooter with an assault weapon uh, killed uh, 10 people and injured three others. Uh, that just goes to show you that uh, certain people just should not have guns, and particularly these ones. Uh, we have red flag laws in 17 states uh, in the country. And there was an incident uh, about a year before the top shooting uh, where the shooter was involved in some questionable activity where his gun should have been confiscated. Uh, and, but if you look at the, the common denominator here is that our police are outgunned. Uh, you know, you know Aaron Salter, who was a 30-year veteran of the Buffalo Police Department, an armed security guard at Tops the day of the shooting. Uh, he was killed because he was overpowered by the bad guy with the gun. And, you know, if you look at some of these things that are said, you know, gun control is a steady hand. Well, a steady hand requires a sound mind. And uh, that speaks to the issue of background checks. And there's just certain people that should not have guns. If you look at the shooting at Sandy Hook uh, that occurred in, in 2012, you had one shooter uh, who shot his mother before going to the Sandy Hook Elementary School and shot 26 people, including 20 kids between the ages of five and seven. The shooting started at 9.35 in the morning. The shooting ended at 9.40. That's five minutes, one shooter, uh, 20 kids between the ages of five and seven, and all the autopsies showed that they had three and four bullet wounds in them. So at the very least, if you don't support a ban on assault weapons, we should agree that certain people should not have guns. And that brings in the mental health issue, but there are other societal issues as well uh, that we need to consider. I don't, need, I don't think we need to get into this zero-sum game type of, of debate. I think we can come up with common sense uh, gun safety legislation. Uh, that protects everybody, including those uh, who are uh, who you know want to exercise their Second Amendment right. Does there seem to be that kind of uh, talking on the floor of the House? Does it seem that we're going to get somewhere where both sides can agree to pass, as you said, something common sense? No. No, no, there isn't. Uh, you know, every day in America, 110 people die uh, from gun violence. Uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention uh, says that gun violence is now the leading cause of death for kids, for children uh, in America. 
so I think we you know, need to get past uh, you know, the political rhetoric about this. Uh, I am a, a supporter of a of, of ban on assault weapons because I believe that that's the common denominator when you look at these mass shootings that kill innocent people uh, throughout our country uh, over the past couple of decades. Uh, but certainly, at least we should be able to agree on background checks. Background checks are supported by 85 percent of the American people of all different political persuasions. And if there were background checks or a waiting period, if you look at the top shooter, if you look at the Sandy Hook shooter, if you look at the Evaldi shooter, they probably would not have been able to uh, acquire, uh, purchase a a gun. And uh, that's just good common sense. You know, we have a no-fly list for the airline industry because of the danger uh, somebody would pose because of their proclivity to to, to, to violence. Uh, We should, you know, look at look at those models as it relates to keeping the general public uh, safe, as it relates to gun violence. And our police, as I said, are being outgunned. And, uh, you know, the most stark example of that uh, most recently in Buffalo was, uh, you know, a 30-year veteran of the Buffalo Police Department, well-trained in the handling of a firearm, uh, but he was outgunned by the bad guy. He stood no chance. Despite that, he still saved lives, uh, which is extraordinary. So I think that there's a lot of, of room from which to develop a compromise as it relates to uh, gun safety in America. Congressman, uh, Democrats elected Hakeem Jeffries as the new House Democratic leader. Uh, Nancy Pelosi will be stepping down in the next term. Uh, What are your thoughts on Nancy Pelosi leaving that position and Hakeem Jeffries uh, taking over? I think uh, the timing was was right. I think the circumstances were right. You know, this was not a, a hostile takeover. This was anticipated for a long time. Uh, uh, Speaker Pelosi has done an extraordinary job in, in keeping her Democratic conference together, which is the responsibility of the respective leaders in both the House and the Senate. Uh, that uh, indicates an extraordinary skill. I think Hakeem Jeffries uh, is a very talented guy. He's a friend. He's a colleague. And I think he will do very well as a new Democratic leader. And as he has stated in his in his opening remarks as the newly uh, elected uh, member of the Democratic conference uh, come January 3rd, that, you know, we're going to work hard to, uh, you know, in, in a bipartisan way to uh, develop legislation that could get passed in both the House and the Senate and signed into law. There's a lot of work to be done. And uh, the House and the, the, the Senate has shown that. You know, keep in mind, on March 27, 2022, uh, when, you know, uh, we didn't know a lot about this uh, pandemic that would stifle our economy for the next two and a half, three years uh, in a bipartisan way. The House and the Senate approved $2.2 trillion signed by President Trump at the time. Uh, so when you look at things like, you know, that was deficit spending in emergency circumstances, you can't now say that you're not going to lift the debt ceiling to facilitate uh, the bipartisan legislation that was passed at the beginning of this uh, this this uh, this pandemic. So we have a lot we have a lot of work to do, and I think that there is uh, plenty of opportunity uh, to get more bipartisan victories. It's the only way that you do it. There's 435 members in the House. Everybody can't have their own way. There are 100 members in the Senate, and it's very hard to get legislation done. Uh, the same as legislation has to pass in the House, meaning same as language in both the House, the Senate, and then signed by the president. And it sounds 
simple, but when you look at all of the members and all of the you know the special interests in Congress, it's very, very difficult to get done. So hopefully we will be able to experience with a divided uh, Congress uh, the ability to, uh, to, to get some more bipartisan victories. And, and when we do, uh, the people that win are, are, are the American people. Congressman, I got to ask you, we had Congressman uh, Sempelinski on asking him about, you know, uh, Kevin McCarthy and will he be the next speaker? And there seems to be uh, some questions if he will be able to get the votes uh, from his side of the aisle. What are your thoughts on Kevin McCarthy as speaker if that happens and uh, the infighting that seems to be going on on the other side? Well, the infighting occurs on both sides. You know, each side, the Democrats caucuses. Say this: You have two things as a member of Congress: your voice and your vote, and you use those as effectively as you can. I think what's going on at this point, Joe, I think McCarthy will probably get the votes, um, but I think you know what's occurring here is you have different interests in his caucus, the Republican caucus, that is looking for leverage uh, to get certain things that are important to them, more leadership positions, more you know caucus consideration, uh, because. This is a time where, you know, members have have uh, leverage. And keep in mind, you're looking at, you know, they need 218. They have 221. So everybody's vote within that conference is important. And we experience that on our side as well. And that's just the dynamics of, of a House that, you know, is shifting from Democratic majority to Republican majority. But that number is nowhere near what anybody anticipated the predictions were. Uh, before the midterms, that there would be a 30, 40, 50 uh, vote to swing, and that just didn't occur. So it's a very tightly uh, uh, held uh, majority, and, uh, you know, uh, McCarthy, if he becomes the, the, the speaker, is going to have to uh, look to the other side, uh, the, the other side of the aisle, uh, to get votes on certain pieces of legislation that are important to move the nation forward. Congressman, I got to ask you, Twitter's been in the news a lot over the last few weeks. And on Friday, Elon Musk retweeted a bunch of things he's calling the Twitter files uh, about communications with the Biden campaign and Twitter and and some Republican campaigns as well. Uh, But the Biden campaign is the big one and the New York Post story that was censored. You know, we spent four years on uh, investigating alleged Russian collusion. Do you think there should be an investigation into the allegations from Elon Musk on Twitter's play in the 2020 election? Well, all all credible uh, allegations of of potential problems, potential interference, particularly as it relates to uh, social media in foreign countries, is very, very important to review. Uh, That is a fundamental responsibility of Congress, not only to make a budget, but to provide oversight as it relates to the operations of government. Uh, What we don't need is, you know, a partisan uh, tilt as it relates to Twitter or social media generally, where misinformation, uh, which is deliberately intended to mislead people and potentially into some actions that are dangerous to others. Uh, That is not good. That is not, you know, the American way. Uh, We certainly should protect, uh, you know, the right of free speech. uh, But, you know, you just can't simply say anything. Uh, There are consequences to words and to actions. and, And these are the kinds of things that need to be reviewed and scrutinized very closely on both sides of the aisle. 
And last thing, Congressman, before I let you go, it was announced uh, last week that Easy Pass through, I'm sorry, the Thruway will up the tolls. And I know that's a big issue in your district on Main Street in Williamsville. I remember last time uh, they heightened it. You know, the concern is that that will put more cars on Main Street in Williamsville. What are your thoughts on it going up potentially 75 percent in the next two years? Well, that seems a little excessive to me, uh, but I do understand the importance of toll revenues to support uh, the capital budget of the New York State Thruway Authority. It's not the most you know, politically popular thing, uh, but it is uh, necessary. And I think whatever we can do uh, to avert uh, a, a, a detour of traffic from the Thruway to Main Street in Williamsville, which, as you know, is already uh, very, very congested, you know, particularly during rush hour. And, you know, the town and the village has taken major initiatives supported by federal funding uh, to make Main Street in Williamsville more walkable, more bike friendly, more pedestrian friendly. Uh, So, you know, you have to balance all of those things. So we'll review this and uh, see if alternatives can be found, uh, particularly given the the federal government's uh, infrastructure bill as it relates to additional uh, transportation funding to New York State. Uh, but this is, you know, something that we'll look at. But sometimes, you know, you've got to increase uh, the revenue source that is necessary to support capital budgets, because if you're not maintaining to a state of good repair, uh, the infrastructure that uh, those tolls are designed to support, uh, then, you know, it's just going to cost you more money in the end. Congressman Higgins, as always, I thank you for joining us. And if we don't talk before the holiday, I hope you have a great holiday. Thank you, sir. You too. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.